I feel like today now it's me, Alan Smith, where we supply stories of the day's prison journal on the Wednesday, November the 17th. Um, I thought that the date rang a bell, so I said my wedding anniversary day, so I would be quick smart about this. I think that's about 37 years we married today, so the nipple and she was on a card with the copy. Um, anyway, the front page of the paper today is a Fury as Sturgeon finally says no to Campbell Oil Project. So the controversial Campbell oil field off the coast of Shetland should not be given the go-ahead, Nicola Sturgeon has said. The First Minister voiced her strongest opinion so far on the proposed de development, saying, I didn't think that Campbell should get the green light. Uh, she had previously urged the UK government to reassess the plans amid growing concerns over the impact of fossil fuels on climate change. Uh, but speaking at Holyrood, as she updated MSPs on the COP26 summit, uh, she said, I don't think we can go and continue to give the go-ahead to new oil fields, so I don't think that Campbell should get the green light. However, she stressed it was the UK government that had the final approval on the development. So, it's, um, you know, in the back of the COP26, I think, this was always going to be probably the outcome, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see if, uh, if renewables is going to be able to cope with the demand and, um, you know, keep everybody with some kind of heating and, and, and warmth and power that, that we're going to need and, uh, you know, uh, to be honest, I think that's a pile of that yet, but there has to be some transition of a coal and gas like there is already, but, you know, it might take a few decades. I'm not just convinced it's going to be around the corner, but um, I suppose there's folk working on these things all the time, so you never know, they might come up with something that's going to be a lot better and um, it'll, it'll help us to move away from them completely. Now, here's um, Sports Stars Comic Turn in Bino Special Edition. So, um, Emma Raducanu and uh, Bukayo Saka were among the young sporting stars honoured in a special edition of the Bino comic launched to celebrate a golden year in, in British sport. The limited edition comic book follows troublemaker Dennis de Menes and his special guests, including Olympic gold medalist diver Matty Lee, world record holding Paralympic swimmer Maisie Summers Newton, and Olympic skateboarder Sky Brune in a home alone inspired adventure. Following the success of the first ever Bino for Grown Ups last year to raise the nation's spirits, the publication has created the collectible B1 comic uh, to commemorate the golden year of sport enjoyed by Great Britain in 2021. The special comic book, Fitzgings on Sale a Day, also has appearances from some of the other biggest names of 2021, including Matt Hancock, Piers Morgan, Jackie Weaver on Zoom, and Elon Musk and uh, his moon mission. So first published in 1938, the Beano is Britain's longest running children's comic. So, well, I'm sure at some point in my life we've, we've had a, a look through a Beano and um, okay, there's just, a, just something about it that you can, for a, a few months or a couple of years, it's like a thing that you would, you would read. But, you know, they certainly seem to have kept up with the times and this seems like a, a really good idea and I'm sure that there'll be a lot of collectors, if nobody else will be able to get in this things to, to put in a drawer somewhere and hopefully in years to come worth a pound or two. But anyway, well done to them and uh, good old Dennis, he's, uh, he's been in the forefront for a long, long time. Now here's the um, first glimpse of Dennis Last statue as unveiling countdown is underway now. So one of Scotland's greatest ever football players will visit Aberdeen in the morning to see the unveiling of a new statue in his honour. The statue of Scotland and Manchester United legend Dennis Law 
can now be seen outside Proboscean's house, albeit undercover until the grand reveal. Uh, the lawman will be joined by another footballing great, Sir Alex Ferguson, for the unveiling. Um, initially thought to be too heavy for the space, the council has now confirmed the statue titled Legend is to be put at the gable end of the 16th century building with a direct line of sight to the Robert the Bruce statue on Broad Street. Um, the statue's unveiling has become all the more poignant this year as Law revealed in August he has been diagnosed with uh, mixed dementia. Having won the Ballon d'Or in 1964, the only Scottish football to do so, footballer to do so, he is fondly known by fans as the King and the Lawman. He was born in Aberdeen in 1940. He studied at Powers Academy before being scouted by English side Huddersfield Toon. He was 16 when he moved away to pursue a career that would take him to Huddersfield, Manchester City twice, uh, Torino and Old Trafford. He stayed with the Red Devils for 11 years and is widely acknowledged as one of their greatest ever players and one-third of Manchester United's Holy Trinity alongside George Best and Sir Bobby Charlton. So a well-deserved um, honour he's getting in his home tune. And um, I'm, luckily I will be um, in Aberdeen in one and I will nip around and see, um, see the statue and hopefully see um, him and, and Fergie together. So uh, hope it's a fine day in the morning for it and, um, you know, as I say, very, very well deserved. A great, a great player and a great ambassador for Aberdeen um, and Manchester United. Now here's a, 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 a very funny kind of story. But the moment why uh, apparently Henry Kissinger uh, zooms in for a council's meeting in Aberdeen. So confusion erupted when an unknown intruder calling themselves Henry Kissinger joined an online meeting of council chiefs and business bigwigs. Uh, members of the Aberdeen City Region Deal and uh, Joint Committee met virtually to discuss updates on projects as a, as a result of a £250 million injection for the UK and Scottish governments. But after about 20 minutes, Council Officer Alison McLeod said there appeared to be an extra guest. She said the person, known only as Henry Kissinger, had been admitted shortly after the meeting started. Uh, it is very unlikely to have been the famous 98-year-old American politician and diplomat who served as U.S. Secretary of State, uh, which is equivalent to the Foreign Affairs Minister, under both Presidents Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford. The officer said, We admitted a guest by the name of Henry Kissinger, and uh, I'm wondering if we could ask him to identify himself, please. Aberdeenshire Council Leader Andy Kelly was chairing the meeting and led calls for the mystery attendee to unmask himself. He said, Mr. Kissinger, could you perhaps turn your video on and let us know who you are? At that point, members were told... It looks like he's left now. Uh, a perturbed Sir Ian Wood was concerned about the uninvited visitor. Uh, he said, I need to say that it's quite worrying that we have a guest attending and, uh, the meeting and nobody knows who they are. Um, Mr Kelly added, presumably somebody admitted them. Uh, he vowed that the matter would be looked into after the meeting. So, well, the <laughs> it's like just, um, you know, very peculiar. But, I mean, it, it must be somebody we... Has got absolutely no life if it would be wanting to tune into a council meeting because, like, I think Maesters would rather, rather watch Pint Dry, I would think. But um, anyway, uh, good try, anyway. Now, here's um, an activist who runs a dream vegan croft retreat. So, uh, an animal rights activist who followed her dream of opening an animal sanctuary in Sky has reflected on the rescue mission of a cow that aided her vision. Uh, earlier this year, Lynn Jolly opened Lotus Heart Sanctuary in Dunvegan. Uh, the vegan sanctuary spans 76 acres of croft land and is currently home to 20 animals. 
Uh, Lynn captured the attention of the media about five years ago when she campaigned and eventually saved a 12-year-old dairy bull for slaughter. The bull, named Prince, was saved after months of strong opposition at Bridge of Weir Farm in Renfrewshire. Uh, her experience spurred her on to create a dream vegan animal sanctuary. Uh, Lynn said, the story has helped me help my project to open a vegan animal sanctuary. I remember at the time the rescue mission for Prince was being covered across the broadcasters and newspapers. At the time, the awareness about veganism was low compared to now. The story certainly pushed my idea to create a vegan animal sanctuary. Uh, when looking for land to create her sanctuary, Lynn said, uh, had said, nowhere topped the misty isle. Uh, she added, I looked all over Scotland for land. When I used to visit Skye and Highlands for holidays, there was always a sense of calm. Skye was always my first choice for the animal sanctuary. Uh, now seven years old, Prince proudly calls the Skye Animal Sanctuary home. The bull is one of a number of animals on the croft, including a ewe called Tara, who believes she is a cow. Um, after being abandoned by her parents in 2019, Tara was raised alongside a Bodhi, a young cow who had also been abandoned. The two were inseparable. Um, however, tragedy struck last year when Bodhi died aged nine months old. Uh, Lynn explains she was rejected by her mother, so Tara was brought up with cow Bodhi. You couldn't separate them for about nine months. Um, as she got older, it was revealed that she wasn't interested in being among sheep. She just wants to run away with the coos. Uh, it was funny and eye-opening. Well, and then proof, if it were needed, that um, sheep are just his feelers on a hang. But uh, with that rare story, and um, you know, for that absolutely beautiful uh, bit for, for her to have a sanctuary up here, it's uh, just absolutely stunning. So I'm sure the animals will have a, you know, a happy life up there, and uh, good luck to her. But, um, It'd be well working up to see Tara and think that it's a coup. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. And then in Wales last night, they held Belgium to a 1 1 draw in Cardiff uh, and secured seeding for the World Cup qualifying playoffs. So the Dragons were assured of a playoff spot thanks to their nation's league success. Uh, but finishing second in Group E means that, like Scotland, they will avoid the heavy hitters in the playoff semi finals and play their first game at home. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne had to put the Belgians in front for the edge of the area. Uh, before Kiefer Moore uh, slotted home the equaliser. Wales could face Turkey, Poland, North Macedonia, Ukraine, Austria or the Czech Republic. Uh, the side that they beat into second place in the group in the next round. So, well done to Wales and it's good to see another uh, home nations team you know, progressing and uh, hopefully them and uh, Scotland will will you know, make it to Qatar World Cup. But um, if Wales don't uh, here's hoping Scotland is anyway. But anyway, well done to them. Yeah, great result for them. Now, that's me done for the day now, just a wee surprise to raise out the day's paper on uh, Wednesday, November the 17th. And uh, an attempt to dackle about, as I've said, I have to think I want to see if I can uh, get some kind of card for my anniversary now. So, um, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. It's been a <coughs> glorious day up in Aberdeen today, very, very, um, quite nippy in the morning, but absolutely uh, super bright and, and fine afternoon. So, lovely day, Arun. Um, if... Uh, if you did like our podcast, can maybe tell somebody about it. Just um, you know, a workmate or a, a colleague or um, somebody for you, you you think might like it. And uh, if you're able to subscribe, subscribe click, then please do. And if you can leave a review, um, then it would just be uh, dandy. So as I said, thanks very much. Cheers now. To the Hearts of all the stories that you've made in a game.